Previously on episode 180 of the Overtalking Podcast. Well, now I what I thought was job security for Santa Claus three and hopes that I'd be asked back next year. I'm I'm a little worried again. (laughs) You know what? I, Caitlin, I think we can commit right now that we will have you back for Santa Claus three. We absolutely can. Because I've usually told like, don't accept a job offer on the spot. (laughs) Right. We'll send you the offer letter, let it review it, have some time to think on it. Feel free to ask for more episodes. (laughs) better benefits mm-hmm. yeah um next year ideally like a well i don't know if you recall ken but when you gave me eggnog last time right after we drank it an eggnog shot um you mentioned that it ah, didn't right. smell good and that it was potentially curdled and so <laughs> i do think you're going to commit to santa claus because that's just <laughs> that to me <laughs> yeah, you owe her, Ken. You yeah, have this expired eggnog. That's fair. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. Now I'm ready. There it is. Woo! Woo! All right. Uh, Caitlin, can we please have a holiday-themed word? Scarf. Scarf. No, that's not really holiday. That's fine. It's like wintry. Is that, is that suitable? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a fine right. word. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. I remember did it. Patting myself on the back. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think I ever feel confident wearing a scarf because I'm always afraid I'm wearing it wrong. And I don't know if that has to do with like the length of the scarves I own. And I'm just not sure how to like get a knot or wrapped around my neck. And the... I could just Google it, right? That's what I should be doing. Hold on. We have to get into this deeper. One, one second. Ho, ho, ho! Welcome to the Ho, 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 We're Talking podcast with your Ho, Ho hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Ho. <laughs> Just got a single <laughs> ho there. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's cut off for us, but it'll sound great in post. <laughs> oh, okay. I like the single. Um, this is the show, Ho, Ho, where we talk over TV show. <laughs> oh, my God. I could do it for There's everybody. so many. And movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched The Santa Claus 3 the escape clause that's right and, uh, of course it's december so we're doing all holiday movies yes can't believe it's been another year that's weird right yeah it was um sort of sad i was uh listening to our guest's past appearance when we did the second movie of these and towards the end we were all you know saying our goodbyes and we were really hoping that the next time we did one of these it was going to be in person and that's still not the case <laughs> And the world's still kind of on fire and a big mess. Yeah, I think if we ever were to do one in person, uh, you would have to come out to, to us. Yeah. I think we're, we're the burbs people now. Yeah, that's fine. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Uh, we haven't talked in a year, basically, then, right, with this guest. I don't think or so. I haven't, at least. I mean, you, you, you probably have because you're a better friend. Than, but. That's right. I am a better friend <laughs> just all around to all of my friends. Why don't you bring her on? We're once again joined by Caitlin! Welcome Hello. back. Hi, Overtalkers. Ken, CJ. So great to be back for my umpteenth performance here. You've lost track. It's been so many times. Exactly. So I'm just going with, <laughs> I can't count. That's how you know you're a serious guest. A series regular. Oh, I love how that sounds. <laughs> Might have to add that to my Instagram bio. It's a little Hollywood lingo for you, you know. <laughs> I do host a movie podcast, so I kind of know a thing or two. <laughs> well, it's a deep honor. Caitlin, how do you tie a scarf? Yeah, please teach me. 
Well, first question is what kind of scarf is it? It's because a long. Rev- re- <laughs> it's, I don't <laughs> no, say like a medium. <laughs> it's a revolution brewing scarf. Okay, so but free. it's just like it's just like a rectangle of length, yeah. right? Are there different there, kinds? Yeah, there's infinity scarves. There's infinity? more like infinity. There's the Doctor Who one. Yeah, there's like a fashion scarf that's like really thin material, and you can do a lot of lot of different ways that you wrap that around. What, you, there's what basically Pinterest pages that it's it's just. It's one big circle. So if you take the scarf and you sew the two ends together, it's a circle. Oh, that's not a scarf. And then that's it's really, no, it, no, no, it's true. It's really big. And then you wrap it like two or three times around your head. I'm moving my arm, even though this is a podcast, but I still hope <laughs> one day you guys will get on YouTube so people can finally see my face. <laughs> but it's true. I do have a pa- face for podcasting. So we're just going to keep it this way. Um, but yeah, so Infinity Scarf, does that make sense, Ken? It I never guess. ends. So but it's like you can make it like a figure eight then. because it's Exactly. Like, you just keep okay. looping around your head as tight as you want it or how it's not tight as you want it. But okay. CJ, to your real question, how do I tie a scarf? I like to do the wrap where you wrap it around the, your, the front of your neck and then take mm. one side and put it over each shoulder. And then it kind of hangs with like two the two ends hanging down. In so front. You, yeah. So okay. then- in the front, you have like that thick part by your neck, so you can like keep your neck warm in this crazy hmm. Chicago winter and wind and weather. Yeah. But then you get to like see the scarf, and it's not so long. If you just like put it and tie it once, it's like hangs down to your knees. But if you do it the way I described, it's shorter and more manageable, logistically speaking. I do it a little different than that. I I basically like fold it in half and then put that around my neck. And then mm-hmm. one end basically has a little loop, right? Because yes. that's the part that's folded. Yeah. And I just tuck the rest of the it through there and pull it tight. See, so tight. So yes. far, I'm I'm gathering that my problem is it's just a tiny scarf. Because none of the <laughs> things you guys have mentioned <laughs> will work. Was this a free scarf you got at a bar or something? Yeah, it wow, was. I remember tiny? getting is it, it a from towel? at a show. <laughs> it's not a towel. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I think I paid for it though. I I oh. remember being pretty intoxicated. I think this was an Andrew WK <laughs> show, and Revolution Brewing was like sponsoring it or something. You sure it's not a towel? It sounds like I'm, a hand towel. I'm positive it's not a hand towel. <laughs> can you upload a picture to the Twitter, please, so yeah. we can all yeah, give our I will, assessment? I will do that. Actually, yeah. Thank I you so find much. That. I don't even know where that is actually. Because I think you got swindled if you purchased that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's maybe it's more made for decoration, and I'm just trying to use it for an actual purpose. Right. Sure. I will say, Ken. Sometimes I do my scarf the way you described. It just uh, depends on the mood I'm in and the length of the scarf. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I that's feel better. What, see, mine. There's enough of it to make like kind of a knot in front, but then it's that's like it. So there's like nothing hanging over, and even that is like hard to tighten because there's so little fabric. Are you sure it's not an ascot? It sounds like I don't think so. But honestly, now that you say that, I can't say for certain. All right. We must let the overtalkers on Twitter decide this. Yeah. Yes. I'll try to remember to take a picture. If again, if I can find it. I honestly have no idea where that is. Well, I think we should probably get to the movie. So we will talk about the Santa Claus three colon. The escape clause. Coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Oh. <laughs>
I still only get one. <laughs> yep. Oh, because it always cuts off the first like second or two. The first clause. Whoa. Whoa. Did not change the face of the holidays. It's a Santa Claus. The second clause proposed a challenge. I've got to get married? Yes, it's Mrs. Claus. I don't think there's a woman out there that doesn't want a piece of this. This time, Christmas is getting Jack. Jack Frost, you are hereby charged with attempting to upstage Santa Claus in a manner that is both willful and malicious. Excuse me, did you just accuse me of being skillful and delicious? Ho, 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 and we're back on the Overtalking Podcast, joined once again by returning guest Caitlin, and we're talking about the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Clause. Caitlin, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen of the Santa Claus 3, what it's all about. And this time I cut this uh, sound to 30 seconds. I made sure this time. I know I've messed that up in the past. Awesome. So you're going to have some music underneath the 30 seconds. Ready, go. Okay. All right. Santa Claus is in a bind. His wife is due with his baby. Mrs. Claus is going to have his kid very soon. She's very stressed and sad and lonely because her family can't visit the North Pole. But worse is that Santa hires basically jack frost to take over the toy factory and get everything going because the baby is due like days before christmas and jack jack screws everything up hilarity ensues and it's crazy you know i lied it was like 40 seconds i don't know what keeps happening (laughs) you got 30 seconds because i made sure to keep track of the timer but uh i don't know what's up with uh, me trying to cut this music to 30 i still appreciate the effort it's 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 better (laughs) thank you I do have to say, as a guest, though, the music, it distracts my brain. Is it distracted? Yeah. Because it's really loud in my earphones. And I was like, wait, what did I just say? Because, like, I feel like I couldn't hear myself. So I like that better. If I just shouted to all of you listening in your car or with your AirPods, like, I'm super sorry, but I'm going to blame that on CJ and his loud sleigh bells. That's totally fine. We'll fix it in post. Uh, I mean, okay, so real question. Would you rather have the distracting sleigh balls or still do a shot of eggnog before having to do the... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's going to be the bells for me. No? Okay. Curdled? Yes, potentially curdled eggnog from Ken. Eggnog that was not refrigerated and just was warm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a few years ago, ladies and gentlemen. If that didn't kill me... We survived. Surely you could only be stronger at this point from having gone through that. I agree. And maybe it's like a rite of passage of like being one of the guests during a holiday month. Like there's got to be something that really Potential food poisoning. For sure. (laughs) Makes you want to come back. Yeah. Really like to keep our guests on their toes. (laughs) So I just want to talk about my experience trying to find this movie. Um, I knew it was on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, because they, you they it. have all of the Santa Clauses. Yeah. Yes. And so I just type in Santa into uh-huh. into Disney Plus. It shows the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus 2, and then maybe 15 other movies. And then buried all the way down at the bottom of that list was the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Clause. <laughs> almost Ken. as if Disney was trying to hide it from me. <laughs> Ken, I also watched this on Disney Plus, and it came up right away. I think I entered in like S-A-N, and it was right there. So I don't really? know what's going on with yours. Oh, I don't know. I think it's your bad attitude, Ken, because the same thing <laughs> happened to me. CJ, I typed the same thing. 
SAN, and uh, it was one of the top few that I needed to choose from. So huh. I just feel like that's Santa karma for you. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I was legitimately excited to watch this because the like the just the movie poster alone, I'm like, all right, I have to know what happens, what's going on with this, and like a stellar cast, uh, Martin stellar. Short, Marty playing Jack I mean, Frost. Can we all one. just take like, oh, what? <laughs> okay, yeah, Caitlin, get this. For Ken is not a fan of Mr. Martin Short. Yeah, I don't like Martin Short. For uh, all the over over talkers out there, like I have now just. Ken, I'm not sure I can come back. Like I just, <laughs> we get that a lot. Actually, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm surprised you did come back for this. Uh, I, I have a black heart, and I have a full truly. Cold, I'm wearing like a bulletproof vest here because I don't want to spoil anything for the for the listeners. But I'm ready to get shot up by Ken for this one, um, and it's been a year in Good. the making. So I know. While I've come with a very positive, hopeful attitude that he'll say something nice about this movie, I do have a realistic side. I do feel like this bulletproof vest that I'm wearing is necessary. It is. But if yeah, you criticize right. Martin Short, yeah, I'm with you. Are on you this kidding one. me? No, listen, I understand I'm in the minority here. Yeah, you're wrong. I mean, is what you should be saying. Yeah, but you need to go to hell. Look, wow. I, I won't go. I won't, wow, Jesus. <laughs> that cold heart of hers. Sorry, you know, I, wa- I was going to try to think of something nice to say about this movie, but I, I would have had to really think hard. So I, I guess I, I won't anymore. But I, oh. uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Martin Short. His whole like shtick kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. He like is overly smiley maybe is is the best way of putting it i don't i don't know how to put it into words your critique is he's too kind of a person <laughs> yeah <laughs> too, too you're emotive? supposed to play the villain right you should be a, but a children's guy. villain we're not yeah. talking like a marvel villain or yeah he was sneaky yeah and i mean i know this is a tangent but this is really appropriate question for you all have you seen only murders in the building with martin short on hulu not yet I hear it's no. good though. Okay, well, I guess it's my thing to always kind of like get job security and <laughs> tease come the next back. episode. Yeah. So, over talkers, I know you're being like, "Oh my God, Ken CJ, how have you ever watched that amazing series on Hulu with mm. two amazing comedians, one of which is Martin Short?" So, yeah. if you want to hear me talk about it. I would tweet at Ken and CJ, just let them know you want this to be one of the upcoming episodes, and hopefully yeah. I'll be back, because this is the last Santa Claus movie that I've Yeah, we're, we're on, we've run out. This is My early punishment is for me, for so Caitlin's picking another Martin Short feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that or Real Housewives, and you know, those are your choices. Yeah. I mean, so, Real Housewives is still one of the highest rated episodes of, that we've ever had, so I don't know. So... All the turndowns that I've gotten for my other suggestions of Housewife episodes, it's not hurting me, guys. It's not hurting me. It's hurting you. That's a great point. <laughs> that's true. That's that's true. And that being yeah. said, I would still rather watch the Steve Martin short uh, yeah, TV show than the Real Housewives. Yeah. Okay. Just throwing it out there. This is not my show. I'm just the guest. <laughs> but uh, I did love that we got to see more of the tool man himself in this movie. Agreed. Nice. Wow. We got the benefit of Santa 
and uh, the tool man. It was great. Was he extra rosy in this one? Was it just me? Yeah, he was extra rosy. He's definitely, I mean, aging a little bit. Yeah. When, when, he, when we get human, yeah. Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess is the best way of putting it. He's significantly older than uh, younger Tim Allen. Yeah, I don't know how much time passed between the, the first one and the third, but probably a good chunk. I did appreciate um, a couple things. I'll say some nice things about the movie, Ken. Uh, right. For one, Santa <laughs> Claus is... Get it out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus, in his like bedroom at the North Pole, he has a chimney that uh, is him, yeah. himself. His mouth is the chimney, but when he comes down it, the chimney also goes ho-ho-ho. That's very funny. <laughs> yes. I loved that. Another one. Uh, he truly is the tool man in this movie because he he makes up a toy on the spot using like spare parts and can fix everything. I did like that. And it looked pretty sick. Um, I mean, it has reindeer farts. Who's not going to love that? <laughs> okay, that's a good thing. Hold on. I, I wrote down... <laughs> I wrote down the fucking reindeer farting over and over is the only note I wrote oh. for that part. But, oh my God. Um, that comment is the worst thing in this movie. Ken, <gasps> watch your tongue. Cause I actually have a very special guest on for this episode oh, that no, I know wants to say hi to Caitlin. Special guest. You want to say something? Hey bud. Rob, Rob, Rob. Oh, thanks so much. I'm, gl- I'm so glad you've been listening. Uh, yeah, I'll be on for the next, for that Hulu show. You're right. Don't worry. I'll make it happen. <laughs> oh, I know. We, maybe we'll ask Ken to sub out that time. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I know. That's right, Comet. Ken does have to be there. <laughs> okay, okay. Settle down. Maybe you can take a pass on the next one. Let's not let's not get angry. Oh, what's that? You have to go? Okay, bye comments. Thank you so much for stopping by. <laughs> worth it? We think it's worth it, right? Yeah. That was pretty good. I mean, he uh, is such a key character. Yeah, he's the best. Look, Comet showed up for five seconds, said some stuff, farted three separate times, <laughs> and then was gone. Also, I can't get over the fact that I'm pretty sure Comet is voiced by the same people who voice Lil and Phil from Rugrats. Oh yeah, oh, wow. you can tell by the like the laughing part, but like it, it's got to be the same person. It is not. Uh, I, I did come across the there. You know, I was YouTubing videos of Comet for no reason. Don't ask. Uh, and <laughs> I came across a fart compilation somebody had put together of all oh their my movies. God. <laughs> Oh my god. Listen. And uh sorry, look, the username, if I'm remembering correctly, was Butts and Farts 2. Oh my god. <laughs> so shout out nice. to Butts and Farts 2 for putting together that compilation that I enjoyed. That is why I don't venture on YouTube much. <laughs> <laughs> Something I interesting I found while I was putting together trivia for this movie. At one point they highlight that there's a closet full of beans in Santa's workshop. Yeah, uh, I vaguely remember that. But anyway, oh. that's supposed to be a joke on why Comet farts so much is because it's oh. like his oh, yes. Okay. I, wow. I didn't make that connection. Yeah, but. nope. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's, it's not definitely a stretch. Together. But yeah. Yeah. That's what it's supposed Got to it. be, I guess. But here's the deal. This is a family-friendly movie, meaning children watch it, not just people in our 30s. But what do allegedly. kids love? They Allegedly. <laughs> um 
I'm proud to say my age. I'm not afraid of it. Um, I'm very afraid of it. Yeah, oh. you're in your 30s. We're... Yeah, I exactly. know. I know CJ is very sensitive about age, but come on. You have a baby face. You're fine. Yeah, I'm going to die soon. It's fine. Oh, my God. Jesus. Okay. So I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am even older than 30s. I don't know. No, what I was saying was this is family friendly and kids are watching. And what do kids love? Mm. They love like potty and fart jokes yeah, and farts. all that kind of stuff. So like this is a slam dunk for Disney. They have to do some kind of stuff like that because they have to do three movies worth of stuff yeah, like that. It's Disney. Exactly. Right. It's gotten them to a third. With a, again, a star studded cast. A lot of famous people are in this movie. And yeah, something that sure. Ken cannot hate on is it's the full original cast, much older and probably in to- such different places of their life. So if you are a movie TV connoisseur, like you are, or many of the overtalkers are, like that is the dream. When you have to remake stuff and recast, it really does suck. So we have yeah. all the same faces. Imagine, imagine how bad it would have been if you had to watch Ken with like not Tim the Toolman as Santa. Like that would have been so sad. For sure. No, I'll definitely give you that. Yeah, I, I was impressed that they were able to get everyone back for this, minus the, the numbers guy who who had a conflict because he was filming numbers. But oh. uh, is that true? It was actually numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they got everyone. Like they got uh, Judge Reinhold back and they Alan Arkin. Anyone? Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I, I did enjoy some of the writing of this movie. It did have a, a bunch, a whole bunch of one-liners, too many for me to write down. I think possibly my favorite line in the entire movie, this is when Tim Allen has returned to the North Pole after this whole like time warp thing happens where he switch places and Jack Frost becomes Santa Claus, spoilers. Um, and so he's living in this sort of alternate reality where he's not Santa Claus He's standing in line to like enter the North Pole amusement park, gets in, some guy bumps into him and yells, Hey, stand somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard a single person ever say that. And then also, um, I have an impression for you guys. Ooh. Uh, This is uh, my impression of an exhausted writer of this movie. There's like a like a Red Bull vending machine, but maybe instead <laughs> yeah. of Red Bull, it's Red Deer. Is that yes, something? It is. Yes, Red Deer machine. Same logo, just a, a little Red Deer on it instead. Which do you think Red Bull paid them for that? Or they just like really thought that was a funny joke? Um, I think, I think to me, I think like they made an attempt in this movie even more so than the second to like, Interest adults. While if you've if you're a parent or a family member of kids and you have to suffer through watching this movie more than once because it's a, it's a it's a great movie. I support it. Obviously, I chose it, but I don't have kids and have to watch things on repeat over and over and over. So seemingly that you yeah. would want to like shoot yourself, but because they've threw in these little like funny adult jokes or like little like when they changed over like Santa's village area to like Canada to trick uh, Mrs. Claus's parents who were coming from America. Like they had like different stores, like big and tall, but it was like really funny because it's like a kid would not understand what that was. But like, to me as an adult, it's funny that they like recreated stuff like that. And the Red Bull, AKA Red Deer. I liked all that stuff. It entertained me. I guess it's an interesting choice to do like 
there's like four vending machines. It's like, we're going to do one parody and that's going to be the vending machine to get in the secret door. But all the other ones are just like made up candy. Yeah. Maybe there was a little Red Bull under the table pay to like fund this. This looked like an expensive movie. I'm not going to lie. True. Maybe this is America after all. (laughs) Well, one of my favorite parts is kind of just the whole scenes with the um, legendary figures So I like, I never really knew until I saw this movie, like, what would you, if you had to put together the Easter bunny and the Sandman and mother nature, like what would their umbrella title be? I don't know. Like fake fake people that we trick children about like holiday heroes. Oh, wow. Ooh, that sounds good. That does sound pretty good. And that's, this could be a new Disney. I would sell that to Disney. They could do something with like Marvel and like Santa and who else? I don't know, but um, yeah. Ken make oh, some man, money they on fold that. In Santa into the Marvel universe. I mean, why not? Disney owns the Santa Claus movies. Yeah, it, it could happen. Yeah, Marvel's Disney owned by can Disney. do anything. Disney owns Santa. That's right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but um, I liked all the legendary figures because a they were all super famous, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. And B, it's just like that was some of the funniest parts to me because they all just like were making jokes about their stereotype. And I, I just think the way that they talked were real, was like a good addition to the movie that really, it didn't take away from the plot, but it just was like more characters face you recognize, but pretty comical. I agree with that. It, it, the movies feel like they need a bigger cast. Cause after you're like, they're so based around like family issues over and over again. And it was nice to have like, yeah, a funny supporting cast. Exactly. And for as much as I love Martin Short and his role as Jack Frost, I just like, it stressed me out to watch him almost destroy Christmas. And I won't give a spoiler about if he did or not. That's a Disney um, movie, so you can probably uh, guess what happened. <laughs> you can probably guess uh, whether or not he did. Well, we'll let them decide and, and watch on their own. Okay. Disney yeah. Plus, type in S-A-N and you'll get there. Yeah, and you'll de- it'll definitely show up right away. <laughs> no, I don't know. Unless you're a Grinch like me, apparently not. Oh. I, I do want to spoil the ending at some point because I feel like we need to talk about it. But Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, for sure. Okay, we, let, let's do it. You do the honors. So, so look, I, I mean, yeah. Do you want me to, to describe it? Because I'm gonna have a certain. Go ahead, annihilate me. I've All got right. my armor on. I'm ready. So Santa's niece, uh, in so many words, uh, her parents are frozen in a closet, and um, after they have, like, apprehended Jack Frost, Jack Frost is like, "Well, no, I, I can't unfreeze them. The only way you could ever unfreeze them is if." You were to unfreeze me, Jack Frost, and something they had set up earlier in the movie as just kind of like a a throwaway thing. Santa said to the little girl, he's like, yeah, your hugs could warm anyone. And that's a nice little thing. But apparently Mm -hmm. they take that to literally mean warm anyone. And so (laughs) she immediately knows like, oh, yeah, duh, I should hug Jack Frost. And she turns to Santa's like, do you think it'll work without saying anything else? Like just <laughs> immediately thinking, Oh yeah, it's my hugs. That'll, I don't know. Anyway, she goes, hugs Jack Frost. And of course he melts and just turns into just a normal guy, I guess. I, I don't know. It was not sure what he was supposed to be at that point. Just nerdy uh, Martin short with his like hair combed over. Very, <laughs> yeah. very nerdy. That's it. That's basically it. Yeah. I just thought that was so 
frankly stupid. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Yeah, she has magical hugs. Uh, she has magical I also hugs. Spe- speaking of the magical things of this movie. It, it revolves around a magic snow globe where that that is the yeah. escape clause. If yes. Santa holds this snow globe and says, I I wish I was never Santa Claus at all or, or something. Yeah. I forget the line. Mm-hmm. Um, he will, the snow globe will go back in time and make it so that he got, he was never turned into Santa Claus. And the way this snow globe works is the person has to be holding it. But it is apparently voice activated, and the, <laughs> the the legendary figure doesn't actually need to say the words themselves. You can yeah. you can fool the magic snow globe with a tape recorder. Yeah, very very loose definition of what triggers it. Apparently, yeah. Well, and this was in the early two thousands before we had actual like stuff in our regular life that would actually work for that, but. I don't see why that wouldn't work. It's the same thing. Your phone is Siri or Siri, whatever it's called. Yeah. Talk I, to a, a, a little like cylinder Amazon stick thing in your house and ask the weather like my parents do constantly. I guess. Yeah. It's just this magical thing. I figured, you know, also the real person would have to say it out loud. Not, yeah, not, a, no, not get fooled by no. like 80s technology. Being magical <laughs> and all, you know, if the person was actually saying it or not, but. Yeah. I, I also like that, you know, the, the subtitle for this movie is The Escape Clause. Mm-hmm. And I like how they've just given up on the pun in, in completely. <laughs> like, it, the first one was the Santa Clause. Like, there's a clause for Santa. Yeah. They spell it that way. Uh-huh. And the second one, it's the Mrs. Clause. In this one, it's just the Escape Clause. It's not, it's not even, they should have spelled clause for Escape Clause like Santa Clause, but they didn't even do that. So, I don't know. I just thought that was... They didn't. They I thought it was spelled that. like that. No, I mean they spell it like clause, like a, a clause, like an actual clause. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can't always get what we want, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. Fair. Uh, but I, something I want to point out about this movie that I think is really important is, and this is serious. I celebrate Christmas, so I am in. I don't understand this perspective, but I know and I'm aware of it more and more that like once it is literally November 1st, the minute that Halloween is over, it is like Christmas threw up on at least the United States, like where we are everywhere. The the Starbucks cups are red. You go to a store. They have no more Halloween candy. It's all Christmas stuff. It's trees. It's lights. It's red. It's green. It's everything. And I think Jack Frost was saying like, why does Santa – and like Christmas specifically get all of the accolades, the attention. And like, mm-hmm. what, what about the other minority holidays or the minority legendary figures like him? And why don't they get any, like, they're just less than like Santa will always be better than every single one of them. Like mother nature is amazing. Father time is pretty sick. Like, so is Jack Frost. Like, why can't they have like special moments? Why can't we like, support them. So I feel like as a society, this movie will help kids see that if they aren't in the dominant holiday, not that it's better, it's just that it threw up everywhere. That's just what it looks like when Mm -hmm. you go to a store or we're a restaurant or whatever. I think it's good to show them that other holidays have room too. We all can have room for each other and we should let all the holidays take their turn. Yeah, of course. That's a good message. Yeah. Uh, I also noticed another message in this movie is that if Tim Allen's character never became Santa Claus, uh, the mom would be miserable, Charlie would be a shitty kid, and he would be super rich and fine. 
<laughs> yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's actually thriving and is like a millionaire. And yeah. He's like some corporate bigwig who like hates yeah. his family. And his like, his, his wife like looked, they made her look so haggard. Yeah. And she like wore this super old fashioned like diner outfit that like even yeah. in the early 2000s, like people at a diner do not wear, like women right. do not wear that and like yeah. work at diners in 2002 or whatever. Um, so that was like a little, and like, it was kind of sad to see sweet little Charlie, like 17 or however old he would have been and like a big asshole. So I'm really, I'm really glad that Tim Allen became Santa and remained Santa because it seems like the job for him, not corporate life. Yeah. Or Jack Frost. Yeah. No, no. Cause again, the corporate life, that's what Jack Frost was up to. Yeah. Capitalism, baby. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I wanted to ask what you guys thought because so for the for the listeners when Jack Frost took over as Santa Claus he turned the North Pole into basically Disney World and a theme park and like pay a lot of money the richest families send their kids there and and take pictures with elves and do all these ridiculous things that's basically a play on Disney World itself who and Disney produced this movie. So I personally love that. I love that Disney can make fun of itself and they are crazily priced. They are definitely getting all the richest people trying to get their kids to take them there to scream at them in line and Mm -hmm. yell about how they're hot and tired and cranky. So just curious what you thought about that because it was funny to me. I I loved all the the audio clips of like the park goers that it was yeah. just yeah all super like just so angry upset no not, patient not parents actually having a good time yeah right right i loved it and then i, I did like enjoy that. there were a couple like over the pa announcements from jack frost like talking about the park and one of them was shave a reindeer five dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like those two what, yeah. what i didn't like was the two full-length songs that martin short sang (laughs) that uh that that took me out of it a little bit but yeah maybe a bit what do you guys think of the of the the musical numbers in this i think it was very martin short (laughs) i was gonna say i'm pretty sure whoever his like agent is like negotiated that like martin (laughs) will be in it if he can sing so like make him sing and disney was like okay we love singing sure I also, I have not looked this up at all, but I have a feeling he probably also wrote those, like, announcements. I have a feeling he probably did, yeah. (laughs) Did you guys, oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Did you guys, I mean, I'm not sure Ken did, but did you manage to not shut the movie off, like, immediately and watch the bloopers? Oh, yeah, I watched the the bloopers. Yeah. I'm just pulling your leg, Ken. This is just... um, this is just my armor speaking, Ken. I'm just trying to protect myself from <laughs> no, the it's annihilation. Okay. I, I understand. I, I know it's appreciate coming. you hanging in here through my through my punches. <laughs> well, I know I haven't gotten through the worst yet, so um, the ratings will be later. But in any case, the bloopers were awesome. Yeah, I did enjoy those. Yeah, Tim Allen consistently ruining the take was. Funny I loved it. It was so good and. If you guys remember how Santa Claus 2 ended with that really creepy song and dance where CJ couldn't even realize oh, that they had made right. Mrs. Claus like really yeah. weird Oh my looking. God, I totally forgot about that. I had no that. idea who that and was supposed was to be. And it was really creepy. So I was Wait, like, well, yeah, this is a blessing. She wasn't in a, in a, in a, like a heavy set suit for this movie at all. What, what no. was that doing at the end of that other movie? I don't know. 
I don't know. They, I think <laughs> they went really, choice. they were trying to distinguish my guesses for children that like, oh, she was a principal in like the US. And then once she went to the North Pole, it took all of her beauty and now, she's, like also and now she has like to Santa. be chubby yeah. and he got chubby. So that's how you know she's Mrs. Claus. But like that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, she must have gotten like a cardio program or something after that. There you go. For, for <laughs> the, the third movie. <laughs> All right. How do you guys feel about uh, maybe doing a little uh, little trivia? Ready. Let's do it. All right. I think it's time for... Hey, did you know that? For new listeners, this is the trivia portion of our show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Are you two ready? Yes. Ready. All right. First question. I don't have a lot of questions, just by the way. There's not a whole lot about this movie that's out there. Uh, <laughs> there was a scrolling ticker sign in the toy factory... What did it say? Oh, and this is multiple choice. Oh, Good. thank God. Was it A, 378 years without an accident, B, three days till Christmas, C, one million presents left to wrap, or D, negative three degrees outside? A. Yeah, A. A is correct. Yes. <laughs> nice job. All right, this one's a little tougher. Only five actors have appeared in all three Santa Claus movies. Going back and forth between you two, I want you to each name an actor until you can't anymore. Tim, the Tillman. <laughs> That's that correct. Counts? Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, um, you don't, if you don't know the actor's name, you just name the the person. Okay. Okay, because that was yeah. really going to stress me out. Yeah. Uh, Judge Reinhold. Okay. Who is that, by the way, CJ? Because I don't know. He's the psychiatrist, Charlie's yeah. stepdad. Okay. Thank you, um, Charlie. Uh, the mom. That's correct. This last one's really hard, so good luck. Um. Oh, I think I know. It's it it's Curtis. Yeah, that was gonna be my guess. The el- the head elf. Yeah. No, because he's not in this one. Yeah, he is. Your Curtis is the main elf in this oh. one. You're thinking of the numbers guy. You're thinking of yeah, the curly no, hair they, guy. They recast him in the second one, so he's not. Wait, mm. I'm wrong. Yeah. No. Wait. At least that wasn't listed in the list I had. So I, I don't you, think. He was definitely in. Was he in the first in, one? I don't know that one. That one's yeah. my least favorite. Remember? I think, I don't know. I think he. Uh, he might not be. He's probably. <laughs> he's probably like five years old in the first one. Yeah, I don't think he was in the first one. Oh shit! I don't think he was in the first one. CJ, do you know what the answer is? Was that where you were going to guess too? I I was going to guess Curtis, but now I'll say the voice of Comet. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Well, is it okay? I'm kind of thinking it would be funny if it were Mrs. Claus, like she was in the first one, but like not in it in her role. Oh yeah. But I don't know if that is like way too deep. Yeah, that's not. Oh, that's damn not it. right. All right, I, I don't think you guys are gonna get this. Uh, it's actually Peter Boyle. He so appeared sad. as Scott's boss in the first movie, and then later became Father, Father Time, Time in Santa Claus two and three. Oh. oh. So okay. just, it was kind of tricky. That was a tricky. That, yeah. That's okay, though. Okay. Cool. Uh, I don't know how to point that. I think you both either got it or didn't. I don't know. Um, we did okay. two and two. It was a tie. Okay. Another tie. All, All right. right. Perfect. So here's the final question. Okay. What Great. is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage just closest? Oof. This is the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. What can you remind me of the difference between critics and whatever else there is? Yeah, the other one is the audience score. So the critic score is oh, just from that's movie not critics. Good 
the audience That's score is from actual good. users of Rotten Tomatoes. But you can't go over, right? Close to, yeah, Price is closest. Right rules. Oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no Price is Right rules. Okay, time. yeah, because we're tied. That makes sense. Right, because okay. we're tied, yeah. Critics, ooh, 66. Um, okay. I'm going to say less than that. I mean, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. I'm going to say like... Just to clarify for the 20th time. Yes, 35%. Okay. Yeah, CJ, I mean, you were way, way over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is really, I, I had a lot just, of famous people. I don't know. Sometimes people just like that. The critics just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, Caitlin, you were also way, way over. It was 17%. <laughs> what? Wow. I'm not 17? loaded this. Not like, even 20%? Not even no. 25%? No. Not even one fourth? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Yikes. my God. Yeah. Can... It's, a, it's a full splat. The tomato is liquefied at this point, I think. <laughs> Got run over by some Is cars even in the tomato? alley. By some reindeer, yeah. Oh, go. my God. It's basically a moldy tomato. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What well, was the audience score? Yeah, the, I was going to say, tell well, us yeah, that. What, what do you guys think the audience score was? Oh, all right, because it's still... Caitlin well, won that point. Ka- Caitlin won, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, Caitlin won. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, oh, man. So, yeah, what do you guys think the audience score was on Rotten Tomatoes? 43. Okay. 55. CJ, you're pretty close. Uh, 39%. Really? That low? Still pretty, Still pretty low. What yeah. was it? I'm just super curious. What was it for Santa Claus 2? Is this difficult to pull up? I'm just wondering because, well, we'll get to our ratings coming yeah. here. But I don't know. Like, I just think... There was a lot of good family fun. They sure. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I was a little most distracted. That was a little more flippant sure. than I than that... I meant it to be. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it was good for families. It just doesn't yeah, seem like sure, anyone yeah, really sure. liked it. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, to answer your question, Santa Claus Two got fifty six percent from critics and forty two percent from audience. So better, uh, much yeah. better. I would Not say much though. Um, okay. And then the Santa Claus got 72% in his certified fresh and yeah. 65% from the audience. And Kayla, um, remind us again, that is your least favorite one? Yes, it is. And I'm okay with <laughs> not being, you know, in with the big group here. Like I've never, I've never felt peer pressure to do things. I do things Good. and I like things because I like them and I don't really care what people think. So I feel like that's poetic and Ken, you can be a follower. <laughs> yep. And I'll be a leader. Gonna see some poetic okay, justice absolutely. coming up, I think. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we get oh, into our ratings? Yeah, time for oh, our ratings. No. Ratings. Caitlin, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate the Santa Claus three, the escape clause for you? And just a reminder, you gave the second I one know. an eight and a half. I know. I misrated that. And over talkers, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about this. This week as I've been preparing for my my, my next Triumphant return. return. Yes. I just want to say I miss scored Santa Claus 2. So please keep in mind I'll be actually giving scores for both movies right now. I know okay. this is not part of the format. I love it. That's okay. But I would like to shift my score from uh, what was it? 8.5 for Santa 8. Claus? 8.5, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's I wasn't doing math. That it was that was during COVID um, quarantine. So I it was a there was a problem going on. I couldn't figure that out. So what I would like to say is I'd like to shift that more to like a seven. Okay. 
6.57. And what I'd like to score this, Santa Claus 3, would be an 8. Wow. Okay. 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 I'm not okay. saying it's the best movie in the world, Ken. Okay. I'm not saying this is a 12 out of a 10. No. Yeah. But yeah. I think this is, I don't think anybody in is. my heart of hearts, the 8 is right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, who okay, cool. should go next? Uh, I, I, I kind of want think... Ken to bring up the rear on this one. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Really leave us on a sour note. It'll be great. Do you really want that? You want to yeah. make it even out? Okay, go for it. Okay. <sighs> hmm. For me. Do, do you so, have what you, you rated for Santa Claus 1 and 2? The first one I gave a 7. I stand okay. by That is a solid movie. The second one I gave a 6.5. So now, Caitlin, you and I are kind of close on the second okay. one. Cool. However, with the third one, I think we're going to diverge a bit more. Uh, this was pretty bad. Uh, I did laugh, but it was mostly at like how bad it was. <laughs> um, uh, I'm probably going to give this like a four. This was <laughs> this is not a great movie. Uh, I it, I like enjoyed watching it, uh, but because I was like, oh wow, this is this is pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> or just like some really odd choices and just baffled at how many famous people are in this. Yeah. Oh boy. Ken. Okay. okay. All I'm, right. I'm I'm very prepared for this. So I just want so to read I. what a couple other critics wrote about this movie oh, first. <laughs> Um, As evidence to support your score. Yeah. Dara D. Snyder uh, wrote that Tim Allen did the Santa Claus the first time with enthusiasm, the second time with affection, and the third time for a paycheck. (laughs) I thought was was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Someone else wrote, uh, dismiss the film as squeaky clean, but you might die of boredom. Oh, (laughs) it's not boring. That's, That's a little inaccurate. There's a lot happening. And uh, someone else from BBC wrote, said it's uh, the cinematic equivalent of tertiary syphilis. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, I just thought that that's pretty harsh. So I'm not going to be quite as <laughs> that harsh, pretty as harsh that. Ken, uh, let me remind you, you gave the first one a 10. Yeah, that's insane. I'm pretty sure the first one like brought me to tears. Like, that's you, what you, you mentioned. Movie. Yeah, that it made yeah. you cry. I the, think you were hormonal that day and I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> the the second one you gave a two. Oh, I gave that one a two. Oh, yes. I have to recalibrate. I must oh, have. I, need... pe- I literally. That's called true repression. I've never heard that in my life. Never. Ken, do you want to retcon your second score or no? No, I'm sure that's fair, but I do need to adjust accordingly. Okay. You know, it's Santa Claus two. Yeah, it was pretty bad. This uh. was. Probably as bad. I mean, definitely as bad, but okay, but like definitely worse too. So I'm not going to give it a zero, but I'll oh give it a one. I'll give it a one. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Have we I, ever given anything a zero? Is that even? Yeah, I think we with the the um, insane clown posse movie. We well, I'm zero. I'm relieved this isn't the absolute lowest score in the history of this podcast. But I'm also <laughs> just a little like I'm just kind of shocked i think you have a vendetta i feel like there must it's be nothing, something it's a lot of guests say you. that yeah it's no personal. ken, ken has that it's effect not, on our guests i yes. just play it straight i just play it straight based on the movie that's all i that's all i can do i take no personal offense to this i am a teacher and i hear a lot of crazy shit told to me a lot of things like i hate your class this is why i ditch your class this i've been hearing this a lot lately N- nothing can break me you can't break okay. me ken 
except for but, the civilist comment. But uh, yeah, but like you know, you didn't I make just, this movie. Like I, it's not. I just it's not feel like one. They at least they put a movie together. Shouldn't they <laughs> it get? It is like, a movie. It is a movie. Shouldn't they get and, like you know more what? than one point just okay. for being a movie? Yeah. yeah. That like yeah. went to one, theaters. One point is the baseline for a movie. Because one would really be zero. Right. If zero is not going to be. I don't know if that makes sense, but <laughs> I, I, uh, you know what? I, I was feeling a two initially. I thought that's what my score was going to be, another two, but it is worse. But I have to give it props for still having all the original cast. So, so that gives it. I'll give it a 1.5. I'll bump it up a half point. It is still worse than Santa Claus 2, but. I um, honestly feel like that is a, a totally appropriate score. For you, okay. Obviously, okay. not for Thank me, you. but I, I'd hate to talk you into something that you didn't choose. But I've been known to be persuasive, and I also just think it's more fair. Like I just think Look, it is. I'll, I'll be fair. Yeah, absolutely. One point five. Kayla, thanks so much for coming on. We're so <laughs> glad you brought this movie to us. Oh man, always yeah. a treat. It was it was something for sure. Wow. It was it, it, this was fun though. I, I enjoyed really recording was. this podcast at least. It was it was definitely fun to talk about this movie. I Sorry that I shit it. on it so much. I, Please don't apologize, Ken. That's the beauty of your podcast niche is that you have, have bad opinions that I'm the Jack still Frost do it anyway. of this podcast. That's it. Yeah, that that's, is it. That's fair. I'm yeah. I'm that gorgeous mother nature. Um mm-hmm. CJ is we know Comet's brother <laughs> or, or father <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, it's always a pleasure to offend you guys with my choices. <laughs> and I just hope that I haven't sealed my fate. And this is my last show for the overtalkers because I do feel like that would be, it was a risk that I knew. No, this is, a, this is a good strategy of always sort of plugging <laughs> your next appearance. And then that yeah. way we look like assholes if we don't have you back on. It's very smart. <laughs> I, I commend you for it. I mean, at this point, Caitlin, I feel like you you are a like a staple holiday guest for this show. What, what would you pick yeah. if you were to do another holiday show? Oh, my gosh. It's so hard. Oh, man. It's I, okay. You don't, you don't need to choose now, but I, I, I would, would like to have you back. I would probably go something – I'll have to think, but I feel like, well, I saw a really good holiday show on Netflix last year, and I can't think of what it's called. And then I might do something like really out there, like a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Those that. are just my initial thoughts, but um, I'll have about 365 days to think on it. That's right. <laughs> Got some time. So that'll be great. Cool. And then we'll, we'll, we'll have you back before then as well. Yes, right, absolutely. Good. Well, thanks for, for coming on. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? Yes. This is extremely important to me and I'm 90% serious. TikTok. If you're listening, Great you're an start. overtalker. <laughs> I don't have a TikTok account. However, I'm a teacher and there are some very, very serious TikTok trends that are dangerous in schools. And the regulators and the company people that work for TikTok need to freaking take bad shit down that tell kids to destroy school property, hurt their teachers, and make their school an unsafe environment. So TikTok, if you're listening, stop being assholes. Get some people to regulate your content, please. Children, their brains have not fully formed yet, and they're watching your stupid-ass videos. Thank you. That is my... (laughs) plug for today <laughs> no that's that's worthy very cause. important jesus christ that's i know awful. there's this really bad one where like well there's a lot of really bad ones but like one where like 
they take apart a teacher's chair, but like make it look like it's not taken apart. And then like the teacher really hurts themselves. And that's not even like the worst. Like I can't really say the worst ones. It's just terrible. So like TikTok, I hate you for a lot of reasons, but like, please stop making school harder than it already is. Also, that's like straight out of a bad 80s comedy movie. Like who's actually doing that in real life? Well, no, the worst is the defacing of bathrooms, completely destroying them top to bottom. And then you don't have, so that school will cancel because you won't have bathrooms, but like that's not going to be happening. So you're just not going to have bathrooms. It's just going to be terrible. So I hope I didn't, I feel like I just brought that down. So I'd like to turn it back up and go for world peace, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wish everyone a beautiful start to the holiday season, whatever holiday you celebrate, enjoy it all. And Ken, CJ, wishing you wonderful holidays with your family and friends. You as well. Thank you. You as well. Tell your uh, cutie of a husband I say Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I'll squeeze his butt for you. Thank you. There it is. (laughs) And over talkers, they don't get that, but let's not explain it. (laughs) It's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think think they got it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, CJ, what do we got to vlog? You can follow us on all the things that we're talking about. Go to our website. You can search our website, overtalkingabout.party. Find all the episodes Caitlin's been in. Use that search bar, type in her name. Boom. All the, all of her appearances. Uh, email us, overtalkingabout at gmail.com. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Oh, no, they're here. The ho-ho-ho-overtalking overlords are here. Oh, it, usually they're just a cloaked figure with like just a dark, dark center for their face, but... Now it's lit up with Christmas lights, so I can see that it is just empty, which is really weird. Um, that is weird. Yeah. Um, they're here to remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's oh. definitely like a full minute long. I don't know why I thought this was 30 seconds. That's okay. <laughs> We can just, I just keep going. Uh, yeah, the, the Overtalking Overlords are uh, uh, they're going to the window. They're throwing up the sash. And uh, I can't remember later. what the whole thing is, but uh, they're, they're way like a, a flash. Something, something <laughs> like that. Right? You know what I'm getting at? Uh, yeah. Anyway, they're gone. But this is still going. So there uh, we go. There go. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as we, we always say, say, hey, stand somewhere else. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Caitlin. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. That was one of the parts that made me laugh out loud, was hearing an off-screen voice. I honestly, I couldn't have predicted that was going to be your favorite quote at all. (laughs) And when you said it, I was like a little like dumbfounded. I'm like, that was the quote. (laughs) But it's funny. It is very funny. But I just like didn't think of it that way.